This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. Lock your doors and take your valuables inside. That's the advice from the Hardin County Sheriff's Office after a rash of car thefts and burglaries over the weekend. Three trucks were stolen in Hardin County last weekend. The Sheriff's Office says some residents are making themselves easy targets by not locking their doors and leaving keys and other valuables inside their vehicles. Hardin County Sheriff's Office also tells us that the trucks are being stolen for illegal activity such as human trafficking and smuggling contraband in border country counties. People leave weapons, they leave guns in a vehicle overnight. They're not secured. If there's a vehicle break in, what do you think the first thing that crook's going to take? It's a firearm. Now, the Hardin County Sheriff's Office says all three stolen trucks from this weekend were recovered and returned to their owners. Little Cypress Mauriceville has officially started the process of having its own police department. The Morning Show's Petrina Adger joins us right now in studio with more on this new development. Good morning, Angel and Macy. Yeah, at Monday's school board meeting, the district hired Mike Hennigan to lead the charge of getting the police department together. It's the last district in Orange County to get its own police department. KFDM's Mellow Styles has more. Monday night, Little Cypress Mauriceville gave the head of security, Mike Hennigan, promotion, a promotion into a role that he has some familiarity with. He will now be the first ever LCM ISD police chief. He has worked in law enforcement for many years. And now Superintendent Brister wants to continue to make the district a safe place for staff and students. We are we are a great place to go to school, but as always, we, we want to maintain that level of safety. Brister says this will help take the ease off local law enforcement because the district is so big due to it being over 100 square miles. How long would it take if there is a, a, um, an emergency situation in getting um, uh, someone present? And so this will allow us to have someone present in the district that can get to our district quickly, get them around our district quickly. Brister says the district really started to take the idea of a police department seriously back in August. Now, one of the things the district is trying to figure out is how much this will cost when complete. It's, it's not a cheap, it's not a cheap program. Um, if, by the time you pay salaries, our, our ultimate goal is to have a, dep, uh, a chief and then someone on every single campus. Yeah. Until then, every campus will continue the Guardian's program, an armed employee on each campus. Brister believes a police department costs the district somewhere near $1 million. You know, a life, there's no, there's no price on that. Superintendent Brister didn't know an exact cost or the timeline when the department will be fully up and running, but Brister says it's coming slowly but surely. Of course, it always takes time when you're trying to get something like that together. Exactly. Oh, sure, but yeah, yeah, of course, very important. So and we'll it's keep so necessary that. right yeah. now. Right. It is. Gosh, 100%. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you, mm -hmm. Trina. Mm -hmm. Well, a former judge and his wife are shot dead in their Williamson County home, and deputies say the son admitted to the killings. 45-year-old Seth Brian Carnes is charged with capital murder. According to an arrest affidavit, late Monday night, Carnes' 19-year-old daughter called 911 reporting that her father had shot her grandfather. Deputies say Carnes walked out of the house with his hands up and said he had just killed his mother and father. Carnes' father, 74-year-old Alfred Carnes, and his mother, 74-year-old Susan Carnes, were both found dead in the home. Alfred, or better known as Bert, was a former judge for the Williamson County 368th District Court. 
Detectives say Seth Carnes gave no motive other than a brief statement about his mother trying to give him a sleeping pill. The driver escaped from his pickup truck after a frightening accident. The man was trying to pass an 18-wheeler on Highway 59 in Polk County when the driver of the big rig cut him off, causing him to jerk the steering wheel and lose control. His pickup truck slammed into the embankment and the back half came to rest in a creek. The driver managed to climb to the shoulder of the highway. He was taken to a hospital. These photos and the story are courtesy of PolkCountyToday.com. And not far away in Livingston, the jaws of lice used to free two people trapped in a Jeep. PolkCountyToday.com on scene yesterday morning at a wreck involving a pickup and a Jeep. Police say the driver of the Jeep failed to yield the right of way, turning onto Highway 59. Two in the pickup were sent to the hospital. Beaumont City Council is giving the green light to a contractor for a repair project at Gladys and Lucas, one of the busiest intersections in town. Council approved a resolution authorizing the city manager to award the contract to Brightstar. Last month, the city learned that steel plates at the intersection had started to settle into the ground and a larger plate is now needed. The city is calling this an emergency repair because of the amount of traffic at that intersection and problems with the storm sewer line. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. Meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast. It is Wednesday, January the 10th, and we are off to a cold start this morning. 20s and 30s across Southeast Texas, and we will continue to see temperatures warm up today. Got winds turning around to the south. They'll still be a little on the breezy side. But overall, a much better day today as temperatures should reach the lower and middle 60s across southeast Texas. Heading into the overnight hours into Thursday, it looks like a little bit more of the same. With the south wind, overnight lows are going to be much, much warmer tomorrow morning. We'll look for lows in the upper 40s and low 50s across southeast Texas as you wake up Thursday morning. Gradually, we'll see an increase in cloud cover Thursday afternoon, and that will lead us to the possibility of a few showers. We're going to go with the 20% coverage in the Triangle and a 30% coverage expected in the lakes tomorrow, uh, tomorrow afternoon. Winds will be out of the south, which will help to warm us up. We'll look for highs on Thursday to top out into the lower 70s. From there, this is where things get interesting as we head towards the end of the week. Thursday night to Friday, a cold front pushes into the area. We'll see winds turning to the northwest, and they'll be fairly strong, averaging about 30 to 35 miles an hour, which means we'll likely see wind advisories on Friday. And of course, we'll also see some gusts up close to 50 miles an hour. But we will see a chance of rain. Best chance of that is going to be Friday morning. And by Friday afternoon, we should see some sunshine across southeast Texas. Again, with the northwest winds kicking in behind the front, we're looking for a pretty cold start to your weekend. Temperatures in the upper 20s in the lakes and low 30s in the Triangle on Saturday. With winds turning around briefly to the south on Saturday, temperatures will head back into the middle and upper 50s. And I think we even get a little bit warmer still on Sunday, upper 50s and low 60s before our next really big cold front comes in on Sunday. From there, it looks like we'll see the chance of rain for early Monday, possibly even a little bit of freezing rain or sleet up into the lakes area. We're still going to watch that situation for you very closely, but temperatures will be close enough to flirt with some uh, frozen precipitation as we work our way into Monday morning. Rain is not going to be around long on Monday at all. We'll see things clearing up pretty quickly, and that's going to lead to a very, very cold start to Tuesday morning. We'll look for overnight lows falling into the middle teens up into the lakes and the low 20s in the triangle. So definitely a pets, pipes, and plants kind of morning on Tuesday. And it looks like we'll see temperatures below freezing again on Wednesday, although we will see a little bit of cloud cover coming back. 
All the details on this forecast situation for early next week are still coming into focus, so stay with us throughout the next couple of days and we'll keep you advised as this cold weather approaches southeast Texas. Uh, recapping your forecast for Wednesday, we're going to see another day with plenty of sunshine. High temperatures will top out in the lower 60s. From the KFDU and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening and join us again tomorrow for the KFDM News Podcast.